Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Relationship Wednesday. It's March 27th. I can't believe March 27th, 2019. It's a little cool out here. I know I keep saying this, just can't believe it, but that's okay. Um, today, today's show, there's something, you know, when you say you hit the finer things in life, you're eating better, you're taking care of yourself, you're doing what you love, and sometimes we tend to forget that in a relationship, there's finer things. There's these fine little fine-tuning components that live in healthy relationships. And healthy relationships have balance. Because when a relationship only lasts for so long, Neither of you should be afraid to share and where the two of you can create or co-create an environment where both of you complement each other, where both of you can communicate, and that the relationship is not one-sided. That's probably if people are in a long-term relationship, having a one relationship has got to be the most out-of-balance relationship we can have, where one person listens to the other, one person's heard and considered, and the other is not. But really listening to your sharing back, letting go of those barriers. So communication is the easy one. Communication is the one that shows up across the board about anything, whether it's you know, your partner, your work, your children, communication has a way of keeping people feeling safe because you're talking. You're talking. So now you're in a relationship and life is going on and there's a lot to learn in relationships. It, 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 even like really long-term relationships, the things that we learn that we learn in long-term relationships are going to be either really good and healthy and we come out balanced over time or we fell into a trap or a way of life that we both just do. But over time, we outgrow that because we're not growing. We're not thriving. We start looking for a place to grow and thrive. But it's a really interesting dynamic because you can tell as people get to know each other from yourselves that, hey, are we running to each other with news anymore? Are we supporting each other? Are we telling each other our days anymore? Are we kissing goodnight before we go to bed? Do we still laugh together? 
communication, just communication, that umbrella, you can laugh, you can cry, you can discuss, you can grow, you can feel free to be whoever it is you are. It's not like you say, well, I can't do this because he will be upset. Or he says, oh, my gosh, if she ever knew I did that, she would blow. When you start hearing that, you think, well, what could you be doing that's so bad that your partner would have to feel that crazy about a reaction to you? Cornerstones, three factors. Because communication is one. Because through communication, we can laugh, we can cry, we can discuss. We can grow. We can be free to be. But there's something that now we're getting to the finer point. The second one, and this is the one that I don't even think we think about, is encouragement. Encouraging people to be who they are. Because that's when we get their fullness, their flavor. We get to see the depths of their personality as they discover it. And you know how Christ always says, love is love is love. It's the relationships that are different. It's the same for encouragement. Encouragement is encouragement is encouragement. Whoever is in your life. And I'm going to go as far as saying, including you, encouragement tells someone that you have confidence in their abilities. When we encourage our children, when somebody at work encourages us, hey, I know you can do that. You should really consider a promotion. You should really consider branching off on your own. You're really good at this. You should consider going to school. A little bit more education, you can blow this out of the water. Yeah, let's plant that garden. Yes, let's go on a vacation for three days instead of staying home over the weekend. I think we can build a shack in the backyard and shed and put all our stuff in it. When we start talking like that, let's take a cooking class together. Let's eat better. I know it's going to be hard in the beginning, but I know you can make it through that part. Keep talking. Encouragement. We hear so little of encouragement. We're just waiting for people to do things, and then we judge them. Oh, that really worked out. I can't believe you thought you could do that. Wow, we don't even have attention to something like that. When we start talking like that, we're hurting ourselves and the other person because we have just taken away the life force that helps us build strength, love, respect, and honor. 
belief in each other also tells you you have made a good choice to complement your life and that they have made a good choice to complement their life. When we encourage each other, we can push each other even further than we ever thought we can go. You know, I had I had my kids and I knew what they could do in my brain. I was like, oh, my gosh, if they can do this, then they can do that. Instead of, wow, they're lucky they can do that. Or, wow, I'm really scared. They're not okay mentally. Yes, they are. If they're raw enough to hurt, they're stronger than you could ever think they are. It's when we can't do that that we have to dig in and encourage them to allow their feelings to come out. And the same thing happens in adult relationships. Never forget, ever forget, that one of the things that keeps us going in life is that one voice in our head, every one of us, where someone said some words to us like, wow, I believe you're brilliant. This is when we were kids. Or, you know what? You can do anything you set your mind to. When someone says that to us as a child, we never forget those people. And those people are usually people we don't see very much. So now let's fast forward to a relationship. You are that child, only your body's older. But your brain still needs what that child needed. We don't need more sophisticated versions of how to encourage someone or more sophisticated versions of how to love somebody. Christ said over and over again, truth, love, and purity. Through truth, we gain respect for ourselves and for each other. Love is the bridge builder. It'll take you from one side. That's like the fuel in the car. Truth is the car. Love is the fuel the nation. Think about it that way. Because the purity is the destination. Everything we do, we want to feel good about it. We want to feel like we did when we were a kid. We want to feel like that new feeling, like, wow, I I did this and it worked, that exhilarating feeling. We all want that. Yet when we get in a relationship, we expect the other person to do stuff that they don't even know is in our brain. And then we get mad at them for not doing it or disappointing us or not living our lives for us, providing or whatever it is we think a relationship is supposed to do. We start slapping all over it until the sandwich is too big for you to put your mouth around. And all we need to do is laugh together and cry together and talk to each other. And feel the freedom to do that. And then when we do talk, in those conversations, courage each other. Just to 
carry a thought out through. Doesn't mean you do everything you say. It just means that when you are talking to each other, that you say, hey, you know what? Let's take that thought another step. What if we did that? What would our lives look like? Would you be okay with that? I think I'd be okay with that. I'm ready for something new. That room that we never use in our house, let's clean it out and let's make it an exercise room. Let's start going for a walk after dinner. Let's try this. Let's have a no-tech day. Let's see what happens. Let's see if we can even take it. We start just coming up with stuff. Stuff that encourages us to be better, to be stronger, to our lives in yet a new light. The third thing, the third thing, once you got communication down and you feel safe and you know you could encourage each other and grow through each other, the third thing that keeps balance in a relationship and continues to grow both of you is to be able to accept disagreement. Accept that you are different. Maybe One of you may want to do something and the other may go, well, you know what? I don't know if I want to do that with you. But try it. Or accept that you have different political views. Or accept that you're both on different sides of the fence and the kid wants to do this or that and you both haven't agreed yet. Instead of feeling like you have to come out with an answer, Tell the child that you guys haven't come to an agreement yet. Because what have you just done when you say that? You say to your kid, well, you know what? To decide. There's a time to figure things out. It's such a beautiful knowing to be able to disagree. Conflict helps to restore balance because when there is conflict and you deal with conflict with a level head and you don't accuse or abuse or to be right, you remember that you're two people working on the same team. Really think about that. Conflict can help to restore balance. A lot of times conflict will bring in balance because you are forced to face something that you weren't ready for until you get in there and then you say, wow, I'm really glad this happened. But until we get to that part, we're climbing up a mountain. But there's nothing that can restore balance as fast as a conflict. As crazy as that sounds. It almost sounds counterintuitive that, oh, my gosh, we have a problem. Something's wrong. And then here Christ is saying, well, you know, having a problem actually means something is right because it gives you an opportunity 
to bring out all the skills that you have encouraged, all the communication that you have had, and it pushes the envelope into you finding your better self, the part of you that when it's down, it comes out and it says, hey, you know what? You know what? You can do this. We can do this. Come out at the other end. You're like, wow, that wasn't so bad. Man, thank you. Thank you for just not even putting me down in the process. Thank you for respecting us in this process. Imagine saying that. Imagine how cool that feels to know that you guys came out on the other side and you didn't have to take each other down to do it. The key to disagreement is not attacking the other person and maintaining the respect on both sides. And before you get to disagreements, imagine if your communication was so good that you made room to disagree. You know, try to understand the other person's point of view and you can debate it without, with respect. And just hearing the other person out, you may learn something new. And you go, wow, I never really thought they thought like that. Oh, my gosh, I would have never figured them to have that point of view. And you learn something. And then you look at that person and you go, oh, my gosh, we are such a great resource for each other. Instead of, wow. He doesn't think like I think. Boy, that's a surprise. Oh, maybe I'm with the wrong person. Can't believe he thinks that. Instead, you're like, wow. And then you start to see their upbringing and how it influences them. And you start to see their personality as opposed to your personality on top of them. You start to feel like, wow, there's this space, this space where I can grow. Nothing is bottled up. We can share different thoughts. We thinking like that. You are in that, that little bubble of finer thinking towards your own soul. Because then you say, well, what ideas do I have, have I had that I don't talk about? Because I just feel like they'd be stupid. And you know what? You'd be shocked that when you do talk about them, the other person doesn't think they're stupid. Wow, I didn't know you thought like that. And they start to see another facet of you. One thing in relationships that I see people not discuss on the most part is their creativity. They feel like in the relationship, they almost treat it like this weird business where, okay, we got this done and this done and this done and we're on the right track and, oh, I could relax now. And then you go and you do whatever it is that's really creative on your own. And what if 
you shared that. What if you both painted the room or you give the other person time instead of them having to steal that time once everything is okay? What if you worked the fun parts into your daily life? And I know it sounds like a silly thing, but going for a walk after dinner with your family, getting out of the house and going out and walking and seeing the world, there is something about that, that that regular routine, even if it's just not a walk, but a discussion at the dinner table while you're having dinner into after you finished eating, before you start cleaning up and letting that start to feel like a safe zone or a created, you know, creative zone or like a place where there's freedom to speak what you want and you can encourage at that time, you can accept disagreement at that time, you can laugh, you can cry, you can laugh at yourself, you can talk about the day and nobody says, well, you should do this and you should do that, but just let them talk about the day. Just listen. The gift of listening is huge. But just to listen, just to hear and say, wow, that sounds like a really interesting day. What are you going to do with that? What do you want to do with that? Or you don't even have to touch that. Just let it be and let yourself figure it out. You'll figure it out. I know you can. If you need anything, I'm here. I love when you start thinking like that. I love hearing your mind and your thoughts. It makes me feel special when you share that with me. You have no idea. When you can talk like that to someone, you have not only empowered yourself as a human being in your own right, You have done the same thing for the soul that you just spoke to. And when you can even do that to yourself in your own head, like, oh, that's a stupid idea. I can't do that. I can never tell anyone that. Those are the exact things you should talk about. Because what happens is you start feeling like you have nothing to hide in this world. And it's it's not all just my worst thought and I'm going to tell them how I really feel and then you dump all this stuff. Resolve those things in yourself. Have the kind of communication you ask for and you want so that that way, I know it sounds funny to say, you can practice in your own mind and start to receive that feeling of safety from your courage yourself. Ask yourself questions like, oh, why do I really want to do that? What do I want back from it? Do, is what I want back from it good for me ultimately or will it take away from my life? What attracts me to that? Oh, you know what? I don't even disagree with myself. Sometimes I do disagree with myself. I want to do something that probably isn't in my best interest and I can hear my ego knocking at the door. Oh, that's what my ego sounds like. Ah, there you are. Ah, you know what? I don't really want to listen to you anymore. You always get me in trouble. You sound great in the beginning, get me in trouble with myself. 
Because when you can assess and have that relationship with yourself and you understand that it doesn't have to be conflict-free and that the conflicts you have within yourself keep happening so that you can keep re-restoring balance in your own life, man, you've just struck gold. When you can make assessments inside of you and trust that you've got your back, that is the energy exchange you will have with anybody ever meet. That, hey, I got my back. I'm not perfect, but I am pure in my heart. I do ask questions. I do listen. I do disagree. And I do try to resolve. And I do that all with myself. So that means that I'm going to be really good at doing that with you. And when you meet people who can question themselves and disagree with themselves and encourage themselves and communicate with themselves, you yourself feel safe. You're like, wow, I trust that I can tell this person anything and they won't hurt me. Emotionally or verbally, they will not hurt me. We don't need to hurt each other to get our points across. And when we are around people who start telling you how they've showed this person and done that to that person, you just stop. Can't even help it. You just stop. You don't want to tell them anything. Because whether you're conscious of it or not, deep inside of your heart, they scare the heck out of you. Because you know you are going to be their conversation. Respect is so multifaceted. And self-respect is solid. One foundational piece you need that can cover all of it is respect. Respect of self becomes respect of others. And respect of others builds a whole different world of the people you attract, of the work you do, all the way down to how your bedroom looks, to how your house looks, to how your car looks, to how you take care of those things. Feel that fluttering feeling like, oh, I got to get to that, and I got to get to that, and I got to get to that. And there's like this list of things you got to get to, and you can't start life until you get to all of it. You get to all of it. By understanding that if conflict comes to you, that's a growth spurt. That's all it is. It's a growth spurt. And it will single-handedly rebalance your life. Because now you're forced to ask yourself questions. Know that you can disagree with yourself because Our soul and our brain are constantly reassessing and discerning. Is this okay or is that not okay? Encourage yourself. Ask yourself, is this the best decision for me or am I selling myself short? Am I selling myself short? Big question. 
am I paying enough attention to what I can do or am I spending all my time on what I can't do? Am I looking at the outcome and seeing if I can accept the best possible outcome and I'm okay being that person with that outcome? Or do I run away right before I get what I want, what I think I want? Am I scared of my success or not? Does it scare me to have a healthy relationship? Am I better fighting? Wow, why do I need to fight? What's in me that isn't resolved? Questions, questions, questions. Education, encouragement, being able to accept disagreement. Hang on to that. It gives you room to grow. It gives you balance. You guys, it's already over. I will see you tomorrow on Dream Team Thursday. I love you guys. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.